This is Point of View with Chris Berg. Good evening and welcome to Point of View. I'm Chris Berg. Thank you so much for joining us here on this Friday Eve. That's what I call Thursday now is Friday Eve. As we told you last night that we were going to have the Vice President of Liberia on tonight's show. Very excited for that interview. Unfortunately, there has now been a schedule mixed up, so she's not going to be able to join us tonight. Hopefully, we'll have her on here in the near future. I was very fascinated to learn more about what are going to be some probably mutually beneficial economic opportunities between Liberia, North Dakota, Minnesota. So we're going to table that conversation for tonight and hopefully have that sometime in the very near future, um, because I think... (laughs) Uh, we're going to get into this F-35 nuke comment that President Joe Biden said yesterday as he's trying to get rid of uh, the violence uptick here in the United States of America. I had another thought process. I was going to share this. And now we'll, we'll table that for now. We'll get to that in a moment because I want to start here tonight. Um, sort of breaking news. The first Delta variant of COVID um, happened today in North Dakota, was announced today in North Dakota. That is a variant that some people are very, very concerned about. And so they're suggesting, hey, this could be uh, kind of a new way to have COVID now run through the United States of America again, potentially create some lockdowns. Obviously, you've got the vaccination situation where more and more information now coming out about the vaccination. I think we can more and more understand something that I've been talking about for quite some time. Always asking you this question, why is there so much vaccination hesitation in our nation? See what's happening with the myocarditis, myocarditis in teens, the information now coming out from the CDC where the FDA today announced they're going to actually put warnings now for teens on the Moderna and Pfizer vaccine. So it's just things you want to pay attention to. I know that right now we are in an information war. I've been saying this for quite some time. Now, look, this is a war for your mind, and you've got to really be diligent about how you're taking in information Critically think about it. Don't even believe everything that I say. I say that all the time. Don't believe everything I say. I do my own research. Hear what I have to say. Do your research. Confirm that what I'm sharing with you is accurate and true. If you find that I'm sharing something with you that's not accurate and true, please let me know because that's our job. You remember, point of view, this is the show that's fighting for the truth for you. So I brought up the Delta variant piece because recently President Joe Biden, essentially the White House, they put out a video with Dr. Anthony Fauci in regards to the Delta variant. Well, then they took it down and actually spliced some of the original video out. So I want to share this with you just so you can get an idea of what's going on. So here here you can see where they actually took some of this video message down. I'm going to play for you then the second post. So what they actually posted, and then I'm going to play for you what was removed. So they removed some of it and you're going to have that context as well. So let's start with this one here. So you can hear what Dr. Anthony Fauci said, the one that they actually left up on the airwaves. My name is Dr. Tony Fauci and I'm the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases at the National Institutes of Health. And I'm here to talk to you today about the Delta variant that causes COVID-19. Well, the Delta variant compared to, for example, the original virus that had been circulating very early on last year, the comparison is that it is transmitted much more efficiently, which means the chances of getting infected upon exposure is greater to the dominant variant that we have now in the United States. 
Well, anyone who is not vaccinated is most at risk. Younger people are less likely to be vaccinated. That puts the entire cohort of younger people at greater risk. I want to pause it there for a moment because I want to remind you, that, and we I posted this on our Facebook page yesterday. Again, always go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash POV now. But there were some doctors that wrote a opinion piece in the Wall Street Journal asking, hey, do the benefits of the vaccine actually outweigh the risk for young people? They're suggesting maybe not. Maybe not. That's why when you hear Dr. Fauci say, hey, look, this puts that entire cohort at risk. Is that true and accurate, especially for people that have already gotten COVID or maybe even this variant and aren't even aware at this point, if they've got the antibodies, is that immunity enough, if you will? And then does the vaccine almost become more of a, a hindrance or a risk to these young people? Again, do your homework, look at the research. But if you talk to some doctors, they would obviously suggest what I just shared with you and say, hey, you know what, maybe it's it's better just to go with the antibodies at this point. Remember the Cleveland Clinic study we talked about recently, right? Cleveland Clinic did a study within their own doctors and nurses and found, hey, the people that already had COVID-19, there was no need to vaccinate them. And that was obviously for people uh, that were not teenagers or the younger cohort. Here's more from Dr. Fauci. Based on the data that this virus transmits more easily and can be more dangerous has been the underlying reason why they've made that change and upgraded it, as it were, to a variant of concern. The vaccines are over 90% effective, as much as 93, 94, 95% effective. Which is fascinating because if you look at other research, for example, um, I've seen research that says, hey, Preliminary data shows that the Pfizer and Moderna COVID-19 vaccines are 88% effective in protecting against symptomatic infections uh, within the Delta variant. So again, I know it's a few a few percentage points, but just for accuracy's sake, wanted to uh, share that with you. So it's really good against getting infected and getting sick at all. And it's very good against protecting you against severe disease that might result in hospitalization. Well, there is no doubt about it that the way you stop this Delta variant is to get vaccinated. We are trying to make getting vaccinated as easy as possible. Just go to vaccines.gov and you'll find out exactly what the closest place for you to conveniently get vaccinated. Okay, so there's Dr. Fauci obviously saying, hey, go ahead, get vaccinated if you want to beat this, this variant, the Delta variant, which, by the way, what happened to Beta and Charlie? Just saying, we, we just go right to Delta. Um, so again, do your own homework. That's Dr. Fauci's suggestion. You and I have had an at-length conversation about the vaccines. I think what's interesting is now I want to play for you the video that for some reason was removed. And here is that video. Vaccinated people, even though they're very, very well protected, they still should try as best as possible to avoid congregate settings in which there Why? are unvaccinated people, particularly if you happen to live in an area where the infection rate is high and the vaccination rate is low. So that's the piece that they took out. Okay, that's the piece that they took out from that initial video of Dr. Fauci. And again, you and I have talked about this at length. 
If you have been vaccinated, why did you go get vaccinated? I think the presumption for most people is the reason you went to go get vaccinated or got the COVID jab, some people say, is that you wanted to protect yourself to ensure that if you were around people, you didn't get COVID. Seems pretty basic and pretty obvious. So why in the world would Dr. Fauci, maybe that's why they deleted it from that video, but why in the world then, if you've been vaccinated, why are you sweating people that haven't been? Oh, that's right. Because yesterday I shared with you via the World Health Organization in their most recent announcement, the June like newsletter, if you will, from the World Health Organization saying, hey, we're still we're still not really sure on how effective, meaning, you know, how much can this thing really protect you? If you're around people that aren't vaccinated, can you still go on and pass on COVID-19, even though you've been vaccinated? I just have to remind you because we do this often. This vaccine has not been fully authorized. It has been done under the emergency use authorization. That's it. So just remember that as we go through things. Now, would love to know your point of view. Delta variant, first case here in North Dakota. You heard Dr. Fauci there on the Delta variant. Um, and when are they going to start bringing up more and more the idea of booster shots? Because like I said a moment ago, here we are, we're already at the Delta variant. What variant is going to be next? And is that when they're going to suggest booster shots? Because as I asked Senator Kramer yesterday, when you look at the data from the CDC, and now the FDA is suggesting warnings on Moderna and Pfizer for young people, there's been over 4 million young people that have already been vaccinated. Were we putting profits over people? You've seen the billionaires that have been created within Big Pharma, right? So were we putting profits over people in some of these areas? We will find out, I'm sure, at some point. President Biden yesterday had a shared press conference with the Attorney General, Merrick Garland, talking about what they were going to do to combat the uptick in violence across the United States, especially within major cities. Now, I saw this clip yesterday and I thought, OK, well, President Biden talking about F-15s and nuclear weapons to defend yourself against the government. This this had to have been from a question because you're not going to go out and suggest, hey, Americans, if you want to actually defend yourself against the government, you're going to need F-15s and nuclear weapons to do that. Like you would think that must have just been a one off within a question of this press conference. No, this was during the press conference that I'm about to show with you. I don't know if this was scripted. I obviously have not seen the script, but th there was no question to elicit this response. This was based off him standing up there with what had been scripted out for him. And I'm going to share with you uh, what President Biden said yesterday in this press conference. I think it's got a lot of people absolutely shocked. The second amendment from the day it was passed limited the type of people who could own a gun and what type of weapon you could own. You couldn't buy a cannon. Those are say the blood of the, the blood of patriots, you know, and all the stuff about how we're gonna have to move against the government. While the tree of liberty is not water with the blood of patriots, what's happened is that there never been, if you wanted to think you need to have weapons to take on the government, you need F-15s and maybe some nuclear weapons. If you want to take on the government, in other words, if you want to fight tyranny, which is the whole purpose, as you and I both know, for the Second Amendment, if you want to now fight the government, you need F-15s and some nuclear weapons. Remember the big discussion when there were actual riots going on across our country and President Trump was thinking, hey, are we going to put actual armed service people inside of our borders, the United States of America, to defend federal buildings against Americans and nukes? There is a conversation now about the fact that we may 
get close to an infrastructure bill. We made serious compromises on both ends. Uh, there is, uh, and they'll, they'll give you the numbers. But we did not, they did not, and I understand our position, Republicans and this group did not want to go along with any of my family plan issues, the child care tax credits, the human infrastructure that I talk about. And uh, that, we'll see what happens in the reconciliation bill in the budget process. If that, uh, if we get some compromise there, if we can, see if I can attract all the Democrats to a position. Most people can agree, as long as it's actual real infrastructure, that that is something that many people can get behind and say, let's absolutely improve the infrastructure in our nation. Please share your point of view with us. Very easy to do. You can email us, text us, leave us a voice. When we get back, we're getting back to your points of view coming up right after this. Welcome back to Point of View. As always, we're very excited to share your points of view with you as well. It's my favorite part of the show. I know it's been a little while since we've had a chance to do this. So tonight we want to get right to your points of view. And as always, please share your point of view with us 24-7. So my nights are running together. I think it was Tuesday night we played an incredible interview that I did with Hunter Pinckney. If you don't know his story, please go to our Facebook page, watch the interview. Very inspirational, very powerful. We just got a lot of great feedback from that interview because we talked a lot about faith and how important faith is right now uh, within our nation. And so here's a viewer email that came in. Person says, I do not send in comments or call into radio shows, but I'm breaking rank with myself after tonight's point of view. What an outstanding show with Chris's interview with Hunter Pinckney. It was great, but what caught my attention was the first 10 to 15 seconds where Chris, Chris was preaching the word. Thank you. Yeah, I was talking about 2 Chronicles 7, 14. He was detailing exactly what is wrong with our country, and I only wish more pastors were preaching like Chris in these perilous times. Wow, thank you very much. I'd like POV to take an evening and have Chris give us testimony and talk about his faith walk with Jesus. Uh, someday I will do that. Just so you know, I've been going through a valley in my life right now, and I think oftentimes you see people that go through difficult times, and they look back on them and go, wow, that was probably the best thing that could have happened to me, and I, I'm praying that that's where I'm at with this situation. Um, but I'm getting there, meaning that what's been happening through this valley is my relationship with the Lord has been getting more and more and more intimate. Um, just it's been incredible to notice my own growth in myself and my relationship with the Lord. So at some point, we'll talk more in detail about that. But I do want to say thank you for those very kind uh, comments. We got a lot of great feedback on that Hunter Pinckney um, interview. That's why I'm encouraging you to go watch it because it touched a lot of people's hearts. And yes, uh, we were talking about Second Chronicles 7.14, where it just says, hey, if my people will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn their wicked from their wicked ways, then I'll heal your land. I think many of us agree right now that our nation needs a healing. A divided house cannot stand. So if you feel it upon your heart, if you feel led, humble yourself. What does that mean for you? I don't know. For some people, that might mean fasting. For others, it might just mean being, you know, having a sense of humility, right? And pray for our leaders, our nation right now, and then seek his face and turn from your, we all have our own sins, right? So turn from those sins, try to live a more virtuous and or righteous life. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We'll continue to have those kind of conversations. Uh, here's another text that came in, says the COVID vaccine has caused more deaths and negative chronic health problems than all our vaccines combined for the last 49 years. According to the VAERS records, who keep track of said data, deafening 
silence. Thank you so much. And yeah, that's why I brought up the piece in regards to the Wall Street Journal. You had some doctors recently that talked about, hey, is the is the risk of the vaccine for some people worth the potential rewards? And I think there's an important conversation to be had there. The important thing to know about the VAERS, this gentleman brought up, the, this person, I should say, brought up the VAERS records, right? Now, this, this database is self-reported. It is for the government, but it's self-reported. And if you talk to people out there that understand the VAERS data, pretty much at least everyone I've talked to, so I'm going to say 99.9% of the people are going to say, look, because it's self-reported, it's also underreported. So the number of situations with myocarditis within teens that have actually been reported to VAERS and what's actually out there, the actual number that's out there is probably much, much higher. Even if you want to talk about the possible deaths related to the vaccine, potentially much, much higher than actually what's being reported within VAERS. And I've heard just a myriad of stories. Now, I don't know if these people have actually reported this information, the VAERS or not, but a myriad of stories where people went out, got the vaccine, some older, some not, and then ended up passing away within a very short time after the vaccine. Now, is that directly attributed to the vaccine? I'm not a doctor. I don't know. But I think it's something that actually should be at least reported to VAERS so we can have as much data as possible to make good decisions. This person brings up a fascinating point. Remember the swine flu? There were some negative aspects of the swine flu vaccine. They stopped production. They stopped being able to give that jab to people. This one, we've seen an incredible uptick in the number of deaths and aberrations. You know, they continue to tell you, hey, go go get the jab. We'll give you a you know, million dollars in a lottery. And so, again, do what you feel is right for you. Just do your homework so that you know you're making the best decision for you and your family. Let's get to a piece of feedback here from Facebook. When I was growing up as a kid, our whole family and relatives always went to Medora to camp out in tents and trailers. We had a blast. and The music was absolutely superb. It's been at least 45 years since I've been. Need to go again. Paul, yes, yes, and yes. Go out there again. It is it is unbelievable the buzz right now that's happening in Medora because of the presidential library that it's going to kick off in 2025. But you can just feel this momentum in Medora, and it's just such a magical place. It's it's healing. It's restorative. You get to go out within nature. The the park. We didn't talk much about the park when I was out there, but the park right next door is incredible. I saw bison when I would go into the park, which is just let's just say your heart starts to beat. I I don't know. One of the things that I would love to have a conversation around sometime with you with our audience is just when you are around bison and how huge these animals are. And then you think that there were Native Americans riding bareback within herds of bison and then killing them with man-made arrows and bows. You just, how they develop that skill set and were able to do that and live and survive is way, be, way beyond me. But it's just fascinating when you get around animals that size. Uh, as always, thank you so much for sharing your points of view with us. We love hearing from you, so please continue to share them with us. It's very easy to do. You can email us. You can text us. You can leave us voicemails. You can hit us up on Facebook. Go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash POV now. All right, stay with us when we come back. We have to our leadership quote of the day and be wrapping things up because we got a very special small town spotlight coming up tomorrow night. Welcome back to Point of View. Tonight's Leadership Quote of the Day brought to you by DJ Coulter Agency with American Family Insurance. Tonight's Leadership Quote of the Day is, to command is to serve nothing more and nothing less. To serve, to serve, to serve. The last thing we talked about, the power of faith. One gentleman today, Chris, I hope you talk about your testimony. One of the big things that we're all called to do is that we 
serve God by serving others. Remember, Jesus was going out there and washing people's feet. When we can, I talked about humbling ourselves, we can humble ourselves enough to go out and have the heart to wash people's feet. I'm not saying you have to do it literally, but even figuratively, your mind and say, I'm here to serve people. Very, very powerful place uh, to come from and to serve people in your community, in your family, wherever they may be. Speaking about communities, I'm excited for tomorrow night's show because we've got a small town spotlight. We're going to be focused on Wapiton, North Dakota. Both my parents are from there. My grandparents live there, obviously. So it'll be really fun for us to talk about Jehenkin Park and Boy the Sioux Golf Course and all the great things that are happening in the beautiful city of Wapiton, North Dakota. So please join us tomorrow night for that. As always, I want to say thank you so much for joining us here tonight. Please continue to go out in your life and plant seeds of faith, hope, love and truth because as you know point of view this is the show that's fighting for the truth for you i'm chris berg have an amazing evening we'll see you back here tomorrow night